here's something I know about myself. I would much rather make a video and play around wearing a costume or fooling around than talking about analytics. But analytics are really important for us to understand. And so this podcast is all about G4 and how it is replacing Google Analytics in just a few short months. If you haven't transferred your website analytics over to G4 or you don't really understand what it's about, this is the podcast for you. My name is Rachel Claver, and I'm your host. I don't talk about analytics and techie stuff like that very often because I love talking about creativity and how to get you inspired about marketing and I don't get inspired by analytics, but it's really important. So we're going to break it down. Hopefully I do it in a really simple, easy way for you to understand and you'll understand just how cool this new change is. Plus we'll talk about one of the potential drawbacks. So get ready, get learning. Let's get started learning about G4. Welcome, this is Mavit Marketing and I am your host, Rachel Claver. I love helping small business owners become more confident and more capable with their marketing. So this podcast is all here to help you do just that. It's me and the help of some great guests helping you learn new skills, new strategies and ideas. Let's jump in and get started. Hello and welcome to this episode of Mifit Marketing. I am your host Rachel Claver, and today we are getting a little bit more technical than I normally do because we are going to talk about G4. Now for those of you that have never heard of it, at the moment we have Google Analytics and that is being taken over or um, rolled off to roll out G4, uh, which is going to make a huge difference to us in terms of Google Analytics and the way that Google analyzes everything. And I wanted to share with you why it is the next generation and what it does, how it's different to the current Google Analytics. We're going to look at what it's actually collecting and how it's going to help your business. We're going to look at what it's going to be out of track. It's kind of like for those of you that have used Facebook Pixels before and understand that you can do things like viewing particular actions on the website or if you've used a tool like Hotjar where it shows you, you know, who's touching this and who's going to here and what's looking here and what's people clicking on. It's going to give you all of that kind of information. It's going to also, we can talk a little bit about conversions and how we can set it up to track and measure conversion goals. And how it's using new forms of technology, including machine learning, to help work out how to improve your website and make it better. Because, of course, Google wants us to have websites that are functional, that people want to use, and also protect our privacy. So it is also something that has been taken into account, is to make sure that user privacy is safe. Um, and so it's everything that has been created has been um, created to really help protect the user from um, inappropriate usage of gathering data as well. Uh, we're also going to chat a little bit about the transfer process and really this is covering people who already have Google Analytics. If you don't have it at all, you obviously have to start from scratch, but we are just going to go through that. So I guess the first thing that I would say is that at the moment, for those of you that are using Google Analytics, it's it's basically uh, Google uses a thing called spidering, where it basically um, scans over your website and makes a little map of your website. And so it gives this big overview. When you change your website, you've got to kind of wait for Google to scan it over again, and it reformats the map, rewrites that map. What G4 does is, if we think of Google as a map, as a paper map, 
then we would see G4 as a GPS system. So it provides more real-time updates. It's got far more precise directions and it's going to show you like all the little side areas and little ways and the different options of ways to get to places as opposed to just a paper map that you've got to kind of work that out yourself. It's also, um, you know, kind of the way that I would say it is that um, it's going to help you bring everything, collect a whole lot of information for you and then bring it all into one place so that you can kind of work out how you're going to use that website better. And it's really helping you track that progress and make things better. Uh, we're trying to find out websites people often think that they create a website and then they put it up and then it's it but actually websites need to be constantly evolving and changing and so I want you to be thinking about how you could change the way that you have your website so that you're looking at it and going hang on a minute I thought that I would be leading people onto this particular way of behavior my new G4 analytics is now showing me that people aren't acting that way I can see that from the way I've set things up so I need to change and adjust things and that's really what G4 is going to help us do one of the things I've always said about Google Analytics in the past is that Really, if you've got quite small amounts of volume, it's very hard to see trends. And that's probably going to be the same to a certain extent with G4. You know, the clients that I see that get the most out of Google Analytics at the moment are the ones that have really highly trafficked websites. And for lots of small businesses, that's not us. And so G4, though, will help you learn how to track specific things. And so for those of us that may not have thousands and thousands and thousands of people coming to our websites every month, we still be able to measure, are those clicks coming into the right places? Are people using it in a particular way? When I do a particular ad or I do a particular promotion, is it bringing people to my website and are they then coming in the pathway that I wanted to? And G4 is going to help you do that in a way that Google Analytics currently can't. It's because it's got a different tracking code. So we are going to have to shift it over. You literally have to add a different code to your website. And it's going to give us those more accurate and detailed insights, which we really want to have. So let's just take a look back for a moment for Google Analytics. So previously, you had a tracking code for that that you installed on your website. And it would collect data about your website visitors. So it would show you where they came from. Did they come from Facebook or LinkedIn? Did they come from a, re a referring website? Did they come from Google? what pages they visited, and how long they stayed on your website. Sometimes that also give you some analytics, some, de some demographic information about them too. But it wouldn't go into depth around how they were actually interacting on your particular page. G4, however, which is the Google Analytics 4, which is the newest version of Google Analytics, has changed so much that you now need a new tracking code and a data model is different. It provides more accurate and detailed insights into your user behavior. So that sounds like really techy, but basically it's just giving you lots more information about how people are actually using your website and how they're engaging with the content on your website so you can improve it and make it better. So we're going to focus in the new one is focusing more on events, which is the same, as I said before, as the Facebook pixel. If I'm doing Facebook ads for someone, I can do it, say, we want to measure and see, add this to people who viewed your content or added it to cart or made a purchase or um, viewed it and added um, and got to check out. But we can also do things like clicking on particular links on the page. And that's what this is for. It's going to allow you to see if you can measure things like 
how many clicks there are, downloads, how many people have, for, have filled out a particular form and be able to track those things so that you get a better overview of what's actually happening on your website, what pages are working best and how to make it work better. Now, obviously, the how to work it make better is you reflecting on those analytics and there'll be tools that come out from this, I am sure, that will actually help you work those things out. Um, I suspect that something like Neil Patel's Ubersuggest, uh, which I have, um, and other SEO tools will be able to feed what you've got on your Google Analytics and then give you suggestions of how to improve as it develops. So G4 is going to have heaps more advanced features and capability, which is going to really help small business owners, I think, because we often are quite you know, money conscious, we're often time poor, and having more information here is going to really help us do that. So here's a way that it could make a difference. So what happens if you've got your website and you also have a app that you've used? So, so for example, ASOS has an app um, and you want to see if people are going to, how they're behaving in two different ways. You can set up a data stream for your G4 for your website and one for your mobile app. And then what it will do is it will collect all the data for those different ones and put it together so you can put it all in one place. You can also do this if you have different websites. Like we've got a couple of different websites that are measuring different things across different channels. So we might have, um, you know, see, you know, are there people that are on your website, are there people that would also use your mobile app or be able to tell you that correlation, which is really useful. You also can do different things where you're adjusting the layout and changing things and then testing to see is it making a difference. So it's going to help you organize your data from different places and multiple sources. So if you've got a couple of different websites, you can put them all in the same spot as well. Removing that, um, making it much easier to actually see the user behavior and see what's going on. For us as a small business, this is helpful because we have um, several different places where people can come in and it's going to help us be able to see that. So you can measure things such as, um, as I said before, the clicks, the downloads, and the forms and submissions. Um, so you could um, do a measure of like how often people could click a button, um, how often someone's downloading a file. So if you've got a free lead generation or even just um, some downloaded PDFs that don't even have to have that sign up, um, submitting forms, you can track those and see, is there anything we can do to improve it? Uh, you can also have a look and see what things people are abandoning. So you might have a, quite a complex form and you might be able to see that they filled out the first three lines and then they left it so you could go back and simplify it. So it's helping you understand user experience and improve the usability of your whole website, which I think is really amazing. Um, you could also do a thing where um, you might have a particular button on your page. So I have this quite often in my blogs, for example, that might lead to a cornerstone content page or um, another page that we've got. And we want to track whether people are going to click on that button, where they're coming from and where they're converting. So I could have like four or five different places where those buttons could be. And it might say, hey, this particular blog, it's working really well. This one, it's not. Maybe you could try something else there. As, again, it's not going to say maybe you could try something else there. That's us reading the material that's helping us do that. So tracking events is going to help us get that better understanding of user behavior and it's going to help us find those areas we need to improve. And I do recommend, you know, having at least one day a quarter where you really just take a good look at your website and check, is it still serving me? If you're getting heaps of clients and they're perfect, don't worry. But if you really aren't getting the conversions that you feel you should have, this is a really good idea to help do that and help improve it. Um, so for example, you might want to um, check conversion um, events such as like a purchase. 
Um, and then what you could do is you could use G4 to see how many people completed that purchase and how many didn't, and then see where they're coming from and see are there particular trends around who did complete it and where they came from and who didn't, and actually work out how to increase your efforts in a particular platform in a particular area. You could do this to a certain extent with Google Analytics before, but the measuring and the uh, reporting is just a bit deeper with this, which is going to really help. So if you notice that most of your purchases are actually coming from someone on Facebook, then you can go, oh, I'm not actually putting as much effort in as I could on Facebook. I could put more in and get more purchases. It might be you're putting lots of effort into TikTok and you're not getting any purchases. You either need to change your content strategy on TikTok or you need to go, actually, that's not a good use of my time. I'm going to use it in a different format. So this is how a G4 can really help you improve your marketing and your sales. It's got machine learning in it, which is, is AI, like ChatGPT is AI. So what's happening is it's going to help learn and improve your data. What that means is it is going to give you some recommendations as it learns how people use your website and how... Um, people are using websites everywhere else to help you give you better insights but also give you key recommendations so it might recommend to you or tell you what pages or content on your website have the best engagement and which ones are going to um, understand which audiences are actually the most valuable to your business so it might say hey this group of people here aged 25 to 34 for example are actually the ones that you are getting the most leads from you can then obviously or the most sales from or however your website set up and then it can actually help you determine kind of like well actually I'm not really talking to that group maybe I should increase talking to that group there it's obviously um, that is limited on what they know from Google or what they can discover from Google but that's a really good way of working that through you can also then um, decide um, how to identify patterns and trends across all of that um, so it might be able to work out things again like which pages have the highest click-through rates and the content has the highest engagement so you know that that's the sort of content you should be doing more of. So this is a really good way for us to be de developing and getting greater insights from our users on what is working best. Now obviously this is all related to having to make sure your content is talking to your ideal customer first and you've got a content marketing strategy that's also talking to your ideal customer. Otherwise what's happening on your website is just a correlation of what's happening kind of by accident. So it does tie into everything else. You can't just take G4 analytics on its own without taking the bigger picture of it's definitely got the right messaging. It's definitely talking to my ideal client. I'm definitely doing marketing that's related to that. And so if it's not flowing, what is the gap? It might be a user experience or it might be something that is missing from my website. That's where we have a look at it. So we use Google Analytics as part of our marketing understanding but you wouldn't use it to create a strategy from it because it might skew you depending on who's been coming and how they've been finding your website initially but it is going to help you with that machine learning to actually work out what content in your website is best resonating with people what the which segments of pages are the most valuable as well so that you can actually start really developing new ways to communicate those ideas more often um, and that would help work it through. Um, so, for example, you might have a business where um, it's it's going to um, it, it's going to help you work out 
um, what recommendations people might want on other products, for example, or might help you work out, hey, these people have been clicking on this sort of stuff, so I should be creating more content that's about that topic to help me as a small business owner. Um, so that kind that can kind of help with that whole side. Now, when it comes to data and data privacy, G4 is actually been designed to fully align with GDPR, which is the UK, European and most of the Western world's guidelines around privacy, around holding on to things. You will have to make sure that you do update your privacy policy just to say that you are collecting data using G4 Um but it will make sure that you are complying with all your data protection regulations, which is really important. So one of the things that it will do is it does allow you to delete user data. So if you don't don't need it anymore, um, you can actually delete it and you can actually set up a um, data retention setting or policy. That means that after a specific time period, um, you can actually automatically delete data. So if you're not you're collecting data that you don't need, um, say maybe after a year, because we can't get pixel information after six months with Facebook. So you might decide how it's going to work. Um, you can um, you can just get it automatically deleted off your site. So you're not having holding on to it for too long. The other thing, which is a change, which is a plus or a negative, um, and it's the same as Facebook, it's going to be quite a major shift, is that um, G4 does allow users, so like if I was a user wanting to use your website, I could have a decision to control my data and privacy settings. And this is quite a major shift and not necessarily one that's great for the business owner, but it's great for the user of websites. It's the same as what we had in Facebook where you could opt in and out of Facebook using tracking pixels, um, pixels to track your movement across off the app and on the app so with this um, you can opt out people can opt out of tracking or delete their data from your website or app which is obviously fair Um, and so you do need to be aware of that and that might change some shifts for some people and it might but but the vast majority of people do actually not care most of them will just still keep that data in there uh, because Actually, it makes your experience better if you have your data more obviously supports. So a lot of people prefer experience, personal um, user experience over safety data, um, data safety issues. So it may have a slight change. We're not, not too sure around how much of a change it will make. I know that with Facebook, we were really worried about how much people would opt out. But actually, the numbers weren't nearly as high as we thought we were of people who would opt out of getting them tracked, uh, getting their pixel data off off off-platform pixel data tracked. So um, it may not be as bad as as people have said in the past. So um, I would say that you do need to make sure that you do update that privacy policy, explaining clearly what data you are collecting and how you're going to use it, and also telling them how they can control their data and privacy settings, which might include them emailing to request that you delete their data um, and also giving them a page perhaps which shows them how they can remove their data from your website as well. Um, so because data is obviously a valid concern and so we want to make sure that we do protect people um, from having their data misused in some way so I think that is really important and as a business owner we should always be using it in a responsible and ethical way as well Um, and that is part of just keeping people informed giving people an opportunity to unsubscribe from from emails all those sort of things fit under that and that's our responsibility there Okay, so here's your step-by-step process on how to transfer your data from Google Analytics to G4. So you need to go to your Google Analytics account. Now, 
easiest thing I can say to you for this literally is go to Google and just Google Google Analytics account. And if you've got one, if you're logged in and you're on Chrome, if you've got one, it's just going to come up and you can click through and then you may have to log in, but most of the time it will just come up automatically with your Google Analytics account. And you want to go and create a new G4 property. So you go to the admin button in the lower left-hand corner of the screen. You select create property in the middle column. And then you follow the prompts up to set up your new property. Once you've done that, you're going to need to link your website to the new G4 property. So make sure you've named them correctly too. So once you've created your new G4 uh, property, you need to go and find your website and link it to it. So you go to the data streams tab in your G4 property and you click website. Then you follow the prompts to link your website to the new G4 property. Okay. So to do this, we need, you can also, by the way, and I shall come back to this in a minute. Um, once you've done that, you need to update your website's tracking code. So you go to the admin section of your G4 property. You click tracking info in the middle column select tracking code and then follow the prompts to update your tracking code on the website. Now this is easy for some of you to do. Some of this might be something you just give your website person to do. Once that has been added to your website, you need to verify it. So once you've updated the tracking code, you need to verify your data as being collected in G4. So you go to the reporting tab in your G4 property and you select the report you want to view and then you click, check your data is being tracked and displayed correctly, and you're done. Now, you can also, in addition to this, you can create other data streams for other sources like mobile apps, digital devices, anything else um, in there, and put that in. I do need to check about extra websites. I may have put you on there earlier on, so I just have to check that. I won't be doing that on this podcast um, because I didn't put it in my notes. Uh, but that is one of the things that you can do is just make sure you've got all your streams there. If you do have an app, you can put that in there as well. Um, and then once you've done that, you've transferred your data from Google Analytics to G4, and you're ready to go and ready to start going and getting it done. So I do think this is a really great thing. Um, there, It is an exciting thing to be able to track. Yes, there is that privacy thing where people can opt out, but reality is people can do that anyway if they need to. There's other ways they can do that. And this is going to give us more in-depth insights. So it's super exciting. It is a techie podcast. It's a bit different to what I would normally do, but it's such a big change that I really wanted to cover it. And um, if you don't have Google Analytics, just go and set up. Um, you can just literally Google Google Analytics and set up an account um, and start it off. If you do and you need to change to G4, just Google Google Analytics and then go and follow those instructions I gave you. Um, and you'll be able to um, go and make those changes. Maybe just go look back and listen to the podcast so you can hope that helped. And um, if you've got any questions, if you would like to have some help around this, um, do come and be part of the Mapit Marketing Group on Facebook. And on a later note, do come and be part of my content marketing workshops around New Zealand. They are free, three hours. I just spoke to someone today who came to one about a month ago and she goes, I'm still pumped from the content I learned from there. I use it every day. Best money I never spent. Um, so it is free and I would love to see you there. Um, I will have a link to that in the show notes or you can just literally go onto Eventbrite and, and search for Identify Marketing and they'll all come up around New Zealand and come along completely free. Right, G4 yourself, people. G4 yourself.
Now, I know I said this in the main podcast, but please do come and be part of one of my content marketing workshops around New Zealand. They're free. It's three hours that I'm going to give you all your time and attention you need to help you with your content marketing strategy. And it's not going to cost you anything but an email and your time. So have a look on Eventbrite or check the show notes to get a link to one near you. Now, G4. Your task this week, get this sorted. I know it's admin. I know it's one of those things where you're like, I can't do this. Either follow the instructions in the in the podcast that were very simple or give it a task to someone else in your team or to your tech person to get this done so it's done and dusted so you can start collecting those all-important analytics. And we'll talk to you next week. If you love what you heard today, be sure to hit subscribe. And if you love this episode in particular, I'd love it if you shared it on social media. Remember to tag me in so I can say thank you. Have a great week and we'll talk soon.